even though we have Godzilla, Godzilla King of the Monsters, Godzilla versus Kong, also Monarch currently streaming on Apple TV Plus, we have Godzilla minus one. And I don't believe it's part of the MonsterVerse, or it could be a prequel. Uh, I'm surprised you're not going with the fact that it's been about 70 years since the original. Well, it's the 70th anniversary then. Exactly. Uh, it says it on the one of the toys. Toy is 70th, uh, 70th anniversary because the original was 1954. So it's not really 70. Yeah. Like, why did I don't know why they did that, but they, they did. I don't believe it is a uh, like a part of the monster the monsterverse that it's purely going to be the Japanese uh, storyline. So it's definitely Toho Studios. Toho Studios, not Americanized. Uh, it is a prequel. I will say that, but keep them in their boxes. <laughs> is it safe to say that this is Toho's version of Wolverine? Uh, that he's a fan favorite and he, he's good at what he does and what he does is not pretty. Yes. And that he can come back alive, even though you may think that he's killed, he's dead. That's a fair assumption. Rotten Tomato has it as 97% from the critics and 98% by the audience. I'm going to say I agree and disagree. We'll have to expand on that. Welcome back to Tales of Two Bros. My name is Angel. My name is Adon. <laughs> what the hell? I'm sorry. It's just like a really long intro to get to that. <laughs> that's, that's okay. Where we give you a review at least once a week. Spoiler alert. How was your theater experience? I saw it like at around 10 o'clock at night. And you know, there's always like 30 minutes of previews. There was only like maybe if, if this, and this is a high ratio, five people besides myself. I probably closer to four. I pretty much had the theater to myself. I went to a different location for the time's sake. That it was earlier for me. Yeah, sneak it in. Well, no, not just that, but I'm saying like I just, I didn't want to wait later, even though there's a theater closer to me. There's several theaters close to me, but they're still later. So I went to the one further, and it was a great. The seats were great. Uh, it was like me and maybe four other people. Yeah. So same amount. So, yeah. But, but here, here's uh, the thing I'm going to say about my experience. When I went to the theater, I didn't go to the one with like the, the lazy chair recliners or I should have gone to like IMAX mm-hmm. theater. I don't know if maybe the people at the running the theater just don't have love for Godzilla or anything, but it was like the smallest theater. It was the second uh, smallest theater that they had. You could tell like, well, like by the rows. The one I went to um, recliners was yeah. not IMAX. It was not any special th- screening that i knew but that the, the reclining seats leather um it had like a balcony to it which was really cool and i'm definitely going again now real quick credits of directed and written by takashi yamazaki you have starring here just in case i may say these wrong even though i studied japanese in college it was uh, his major <laughs> minor it was my minor my, what was your major communications and I'm having trouble saying it right now. Right? I know. I know. Shut up. Continue. All right. So we have here starring Minami Amabe, Runosuke Kamiki, Sakura Ando, Kunosuke Sasaki, Nitaka Aoki, Yuki Yamada, Hitatake, Yoshioka, Yue Endo, Kiese Lida, and one American, Michael Aris. Yeah. I, uh, there's like the one guy that had parts in it. Um, right. I will say this um, performance-wise, Kyochi uh, Shikishima, uh, the one uh, Ryu Nosuke, uh, I'm probably mispronouncing this too, 
Ryonosuke Kamiki, who played uh, Shakishima, the main guy. No. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, Kiyoshi. There you go, Kiyoshi. Didn't recognize it at first, but he's done a lot of voiceover work. Projects oh, I've, I'm familiar with, and, I, and like some of which I've seen. I was like, I had no idea, and I went through it earlier today. I was like, holy cow, he's done some, he's done some work. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool. But I still have some opinions about him. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed this movie. It like for the, for the rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 97 and 98. I'm going to say this real quick. I am impressed with it being a, only a $15 million project. Yeah. They had a fairly low budget in comparison to name say, any, uh, any, throw any, a dart any of the at Marvel, a Marvel film. Yeah. Throw a dart. Any at a Marvel. Marvel or DC movie. Whereas, like, easily over a hundred to produce mm-hmm. this movie, the quality of the film, the special effects, the CGI done very well. There were moments here and there, slight moments that this the CGI was you could tell was kind of weak, but, but overall, oh no, it's definitely forgivable. But still, meaning that we've seen worse in huge budgeted films. For example, The Flash. Yes, yes. Eternals. Even the Marvels has some wonky CGI in there. Mm-hmm. So it was done very well. The the Godzilla, where he is like freaking right in front of the live actors. In some cases, yeah. There there were some moments that felt practical. Considering like the OG Godzilla, you know, for decades, they would just have a guy in a costume and that to do the practical effects. But of it course, didn't yeah. feel like that. You know, even though it was pra- it felt practical at times. Like you could really tell it's like that those little fishes, whatever that thing was coming out floating in the water at times, it looked sometimes fake. they use CGI to multiply the fishes. Right. Um, but also the um, the train where it comes to Giza. And it bites the train. Right. Like you see it moving and it steps. That like it looked like Which I have a faux pas about that scene. But we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's just a funny little thing. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Like many Godzilla movies, it's never really about Godzilla. It's really about the people that he or it affects. The yes. the, the humans. The, the Like we have on Monarch on Apple TV, it's not those monsters, even though it's part of that world of the MonsterVerse, it's those characters driving the story. Here, we have, we're taking eyes of Kyochi and uh, Noriko, their story, and mm-hmm. what's happened to me is about redemption for Koyoshi. Uh, he was a failed kamikaze pilot. He got scared. He felt like even though it was his duty and it was very honorable to be a kamikaze pilot, he had fear almost as if he had nothing to die for. Why is he doing this? He was like, he was forced in this situation and he found a way out by saying that his plane was faulty. plane was faulty. Yes, and but then, honestly, he just didn't want to die. Like to be frank, and which is completely a natural instinct, um, right? But no, but like some people have a purpose. Like they do it for the love of the country, they do it for their family, mm-hmm. they do it for you know other reasons. And he, I guess, didn't have that or find that purpose until the end. I get the redemption thing. Yes, but it's finding the life after war. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in that regards, because the war was drastic on everybody. Like, it, yes, he mm-hmm. had his traumas and he had like essentially PTSD 
right? right. And he was reliving horrible moments, not just from the mm-hmm. war, but from mm-hmm. Godzilla. And uh, and then he's trying to find life, even with his dishonor and whatnot. But he also feels guilty, absolutely, because he because he won't be the daddy of Aikiko. He won't marry Noriko. Correct. Well, he won't even have a relationship with her in that capacity. And so he's refusing to let himself, in essence, live. So he couldn't he couldn't die. And so he punishes himself and refuses to let himself truly live. Like he just exists to help the others around him. Until he finds uh, his greatest shame resurfacing. Also ironic or funny because... He's providing for Noriko. He's providing for Akiko. He's mm-hmm. being the the husband and father without, I guess, that emotional attachment. Yes. And I guess he he was afraid of letting that happen. He was afraid to be, be vulnerable and be happy. Correct. Mm-hmm. But then we see at the end that he does that. He sacrifices because he loses Noriko. Yes. Right through the uh, the attack of Godzilla on Giza. And that he provides Akiko with money and with a proper guardian. And he's going to you know, get his revenge, not just mm-hmm. because of, of Noriko, but of the scientists, the mechanics, the mechanics, the mechanics mm-hmm. of the planes are from the, the island that he, he went he the took auto the island. to. Correct. So, you know, and, and that was kind of predictable, though. What happened at the end, I was like, yeah, I, I figured that live. He's going to live. But it was either that I, or the guy was going to disable it. One or the two. Yeah, but it's like, you know, because the, the, the head mechanic did blame him for not shooting and and all that stuff. You know, there's time to forgive. And then you see that what uh, Kochi is going to do is like, I can't let that happen, especially when he has a daughter, he yeah. has a wife, even though they're not his daughter, not his wife, but he has a, a life worth living. He essentially has a family. It's just not. Well, yeah, no, but he has a life worth living now, Yeah, right? Where Koichi thought at that moment he does not. When I saw him, the mechanic, looking at the seat, I says, oh, he's going to make it eject. It was kind of obvious, but I was wondering how he's going to do it because if he's going to go down into the throw, it's like that ejection is not going to work because he's going to hit the thing, but he went straight forward. So it was easy to eject. Now, I did enjoy the crew, Uh, his crew. They reminded me of crew that you will see in an anime show where they're all like different personas. Well, they each have appropriate it, nicknames too. They, well, they have the kid. You have um, Doc. Who's the Doc? Now, what what was the Doc's name? Because he, because I kept seeing. Do you hear my dog? Just now, I did. Okay. Who was the doctor's name again? Because I can't. They're not showing his face on IMDb. It wasn't the Shiro Musashima, right? I, I, I know a, I can't a, remember. Also, as Yuki Yamada, Doc, right. it was Yuki Yamada. That was the one, the doctor. Was that him? Because he looked a lot like Hello Hot Stuff from Sixteen Candles. <laughs> Did he not? The professor. He looked a lot like him. A lot like him. I mean, it didn't help that the doctor's hair was pretty like. Have a, st- he, he looked yeah. like he had a perm situation going on. It was very stylized. Well, yeah. Very stylized, how it is like in anime. Yeah. yeah. And the captain was so like, Bakurakata! Yeah, but the captain was so funny too at times. He's like- No, no, he it, was. Like the, the moment where they're going to first face off Godzilla, and he, and they go like, I thought we weren't going to do it. And he goes like, but who's going to do it? Someone has to. Godzilla no, no, no. Was that, what, what, was that in the, we talking about the, the meeting? 
No, 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 no. When they were was it, like was scouting else on the boats, and they ah, gotcha, when okay. uh, and he sees Godzilla just take down the other boat. He goes, "What did he say?" He says something along the lines like, "Yeah, maybe you're right." And he starts turning on the engine. Oh yeah, yeah, because he, he yeah, cause it was because it was chasing them. He started chasing, yeah, started chasing them. No, no, no. He he had some you know really good comedic moments. He had some um, good serious moments too, like when he told the oh, kid. Yeah. Um, not to come. Right. Cause you know, yeah, not to, you know, not saying you were in the military is a good thing as well. Exactly. Something along and, that line. And then he walks walk away. away. So you can honor us by living your life or something, something along those lines. Aren't they happy when they showed up, when the kid shows up with a, with a convoy. Uh, he even says fleet. that too. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, thank God. Now Godzilla. Pros and cons. Let's go. I liked him. I liked this thing. It, Cause I remember it, you weren't the biggest Godzilla fan in general. Um, um, I was when I was younger because yeah. it was like on Sunday afternoon or Saturday afternoon, there was show like after the, all those you know, morning cartoons would be uh-huh. done, they'll have either a Godzilla movie or so, uh, some kind of sci-fi movie always. Okay. And so I used I, to watch I, those I all the time. I remember you used to joke about like how he has like a dump, like a, a dopey bottom side like Are you sure that's me or the god brothers oh that may have been our god brothers that sounds like yeah me. that sounds like he <laughs> no don't right. say that loud yeah because i mean i did remember watching that and you know the, like there's one where like the, the twins like an old one the twins are praying to godzilla or communicating with godzilla or another creature that's the, it was mothra they were, they were praying to mothra the queen of the monsters right. okay Moth. so there you go you know like for me it's like there's like another godzilla movie another godzilla movie, another godzilla because always you know coming from japan and then they bring it over here oh did you watch it in japanese or english dubbed i couldn't find an english dub but i'm happy i watched it in japanese me too me too. It is like some like anime you can get away with it in the sense of watching it English with or lips. dubbed. Yeah. But with here, the, the emotion, it, 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 I think a lot of times, well, not I don't think, I know a lot of times when it's dubbed, the intensity, the meaning behind it is not there. It's missed. Yeah. Here, you, you got it. And then, you know, with a big screen, it's easy to read the subtitles. Yeah, that's true. So it doesn't take away because sometimes when you're watching TV or subtitles on TV, you're looking straight at the small subtitles and you're missing what's happening on the screen. Now, with him, I like his gamma ray breath or his fire breath or his heat breath, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. How like it charged up, like you, sh- you see it coming. It needs, a, it needs to be built up where I don't remember in the other, uh, the MonsterVerse movies where they show like the tail start to build up like a gun yeah like the spikes coming back i've seen some monster versions where it shows him building up a charge with a glow but not with the the scales and the spikes coming out like they did here right no exactly yeah but you see here you see it building up just like again like i said like a gun um ready to load or clock or cock back oh and then when it fires it goes it it just drops down it goes and then right Right. Almost like also like a roller coaster. Kind of. If you yeah. think about it, because you got to build up, build up, build up, and then it just drops. I thought that was really cool. And and then we see 
the damage it does when he, it lets go in the sense of the buildings, just like a, a nuclear explosion. Essentially, like it, it pretty, that's pretty much what it, it is. Was, it mushroomed, like everything was blown out, and then you see like it sucked back in like a vacuum. Right. Exactly, and I thought that was really done well because again i don't remember any other incarnation of godzilla that they showed it they, they just did it but didn't really see how in a person's perspective to me like this was the like the heaviest hitting like if this godzilla faced the american godzilla and it was like mm. heat blast versus heat blast the other one the american would lose because this one would just devastate whatever it hits you can see like from what we've seen from other like footage of actual nuclear explosions you could imagine it uh, because it's mm -hmm. like we've seen it tons of times in movies and caricatures and uh, in history even or like the mushroom clouds like the effect right so like right. Uh, the imagery is very much there and i do like the fact that we see godzilla as what he is a monster he mm -hmm. is the villain of the story because people are trying to uh, avoid him try to say, uh, live try to escape mm -hmm. He's the villain. I do like also that he still has scars. Yeah. It's not like a complete like Wolverine where Wolverine will totally heal in completion. It's still scars there remaining, mm -hmm. especially with the, with the, what was it? The bomb that was it? Not the bomb. Was it was a um, sea sea grenade? Whatever you call it, sea mine. Whatever you want. I think it's called. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Uh, the uh, and and uh, Koichi uh, shot it and it blew up his mouth and it, mm -hmm. but it, it grew back and then the I guess some of the scales were not fully generated. No, that Which was, that was, was a great, great moment because after it did that and it stood up, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, he's a dead man. That <laughs> he's it was a zombie. It was like more like a zombie. I was like, holy crap! And and you know, and when he did the suicide mission to take Godzilla out, and you see Godzilla like break apart. And which was great timing, by the way. I was like, that's the way to take him out. If you're going to take him out is mm -hmm. when he's about to uh, release another heat ray. And the, the, the rays shoot out through the scales and skin and the body. That was awesome. And in the sense that he and just catches it and just stays there. It's like almost like Godzilla itself said, oh, shit. <laughs> well, no, I think it blew off the top of his head. No, it didn't because he caught it right in his mouth. Yeah, but and when then, it blew it. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying it just stood still. For a while, and then that happened. But you have mm -hmm. the the combination of the blast that he was building up, the, uh, the decompression, and then the resurface, and then you have the the the, the bomb mm -hmm. on the plane. Mm -hmm. You have all that, and I also like it when they they take him down and he, as he's about to shoot, and the, it just stops like, like almost again, like another like oh shit, like he <laughs> he stops himself. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I'll be honest, watching the film. Overall, I was bored until the end, where mm. you see Kyoshi making the decision to sacrifice himself, to see Noriko be taken out, to see that. Uh, you're, you're, so you're, you got bored up until the second half of the film. Well, I mean, I wasn't really. I was. It, it, I it is a slow bored. burn. I'm not gonna lie. What it was, I was like, okay, okay, it's okay. A slow burn. It, it's right, it's yeah. not necessarily boring, but it's just. It takes a buildup. But what I'm saying is like, we're following this guy and his crew and the girl and the daughter. When I saw the reunion, mm -hmm. I got emotional. I was like, holy shit. It's like, cause he sees his purpose. He sees his family. He's holding his daughter. He's, you know, welcoming his wife. Yeah. 
that's where it hit me. I was like, because like you don't expect it. Because the thing is, we're on this ride with him and her yeah. and them. And then you get hit with that, that we find out that she's still, she's still alive. Now, granted, how? That was one of my things. She, <laughs> she got yeeted off that screen in that explosion. Oh, my God. Yes. And she walked, away, relatively- she walked away with a maybe broken arm and a, maybe a lost eye. And I'm but like, not, but she also has a scar on her neck. Oh, no, I think it's an infection because it grew. But I looked it up. It's, it's showing poisoning. that radiation poisoning from Godzilla's blast. But also, it's supposed to be something else that I kind of got for lost a sequel. in. For a sequel, like, a, yes, that's where they're hinting at. It's going to be a sequel, especially at the end, too, where you see at the bottom of the ocean that his body is starting to regenerate. And yeah. then you hear him at the end. Mm-hmm. He's basically the kaiju version of Doomsday. He's Wolverine. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, Doomsday for those who are DC fans, Wolverine for uh, Marvel fans. Yeah, but Doomsday never really grew back. Like he'll just build a callus. Well, he never uh, really generated. His thing is evolution. Like if anything that kills him, he just regenerates back and he's like evolves, so he can't be killed the same way twice. That's Doomsday's thing. I thought, mm, really? I thought it's because he just gets a harder, harder skin, like exoskeleton. No, actually, later on, he develops more powers and stuff like that. Okay. Well, let's go over Fu Paz. Oh, her, Nodico. <laughs> from that blast? The fact that she lived and also from the train. She jumped from, from the train at Godzilla's height. It's not like he bent over to let her drop down. She dropped into the water from That's like jumping off uh, a skyscraper a or a huge bridge. Well, no, it wasn't really from his mouth. It, she was dangling from the train. Right. Give so her the like train lower it okay. about 20 feet or 30. No, like 50 well, feet. I'm just saying the one train or one uh, track, whatever you want to call it, is in his mouth and she's hanging off, off the, the other one. one yeah. Off the next one. What I find it funny, though, on that is that when she's walking away in the streets with everybody, she mm-hmm. still has her shoes on. I just found I don't know I just I just found it funny that she still had her shoes on and that Goichi found her easily Super among easy. those people. I was like, I'll all right, I'll let it go, but that's kind of quick and easy to find. True. Especially you know, Giza has a big place, but the fine, all right, fine. But oh, I mean, yes, that blast and how she. I expected her to come right back. When she got taken back, <laughs> just and she's like, "Yeah, well, yeah," and it says like you know, that, show how much damage it is. But even though she has that poison in her, she should be more damaged, and like her skin should be not just like an eye like patch and, her, and like a like a sling on her arm. So you're like, I mean, you look maybe, like you hey, fell down a set of stairs, girl. <laughs> but maybe she doesn't have no legs because we didn't see that part. She didn't get up. She just she was still seated maybe. in the bed. So she probably has no legs. So who knows? Anything else there in the full pause? I mean, there was times where it felt a little bit overacting for the main character. Like when he's trying to be like crying and stuff. And for some reason, it just didn't sit well for me when he's trying like one uh, one of the scenes where he's trying to say, is this a dream? Is this a dream? And I'm like, I get that if you woke up the first time when it happened. Cool. The second time when he's telling her about his past and he starts going, is this a dream? That just felt out of place. It felt redundant. Yeah. They could have cut it out. They could have kept one or the other. Yeah. Uh, not, not, and I like the one with the dream a little bit better. It just felt going right into it. 
better. Now for Akiko, the, the girl, the baby, her crying, do you think someone went off screen and pinched her really hard? It felt forced. So she's, she's a child, like, okay, I know. I know, I know she's a child, so there's, we gotta make her cry somehow, right? Pinch her foot real hard or pinch her leg. And then, you know, I was like, ow, Jesus. Because I mean, break the Barbie. Maybe something like that. I don't know. It was just, it was just, it was powerful tears. Like you believe her crying, though. Yeah. Now, for me, yeah, the food pause is very minimum. I mean, for $15 million, which is freaking unheard of in today's filmmaking. That's extremely low. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very impressed at how it was done. The film quality was amazing here. The special effects, I would say 97% was done very well. Yeah, even when they, uh, they threw the ship and people were looking up and seeing the ship being tossed. Um, yes. You, like, you, you would think that just, I'll oh, just do a generic ship and throw it in. It looked very detailed. Like uh, mm-hmm. the way he would break up the, like when he attacks and goes through the water, yeah. swimming through the water. Yo, the splashing through the water actually yes. looked really good. Yes. And that's you the thing I tell. don't think I would ever have said otherwise. You know, it's all CG. Right. Exactly. Or in a sense, like not all CG, but in a sense, like two split images, like the mm-hmm. boat, and then you splice it with him pulling or swimming, you know, being or chasing the boat in that, in that way. Like, I don't know. Like, I would love to see the behind the scenes of that, uh, how they made that happen. It would be That would be great. Yeah, it would be No, good. it would be fascinating. Now, for Rotten Tomatoes, yep. you have the score again. 97 by the critics, 98 by the audience. This is worth the watch. Some people are saying it's the best movie of the year. I cannot agree with that. It's very entertaining. I give it a strong 95%. I would say, as a Godzilla fan and whatnot, I'm going to go 96. I am going to go a little bit bit above you, but that's a hot, you know. Yo, that's still high. such a strong review <laughs> score right. to earn. Right. I can't say it's the. I doubt it's going to be considered best film of the year. Um, but some people, in, some in people general. are saying that you know, and that says, well, their opinion is the best movie of the year. Oh, here's what I wanted to say: It's like, do you understand why it's called Godzilla minus one? It's the economy of uh, J- uh, Japan at the time. Nope. I thought it was. I thought nope. it was uh, like post war. So, Yes, yes, but it's not necessarily about the economy, but that him, because they were just bombarded by the atomic bomb. Yeah. Okay. That's and that's considered ground zero. Mm-hmm. Then they get hit again by him by Godzilla, and what's below that is minus one. Oh, makes sense. Makes sense. It, granted, it should be. I mean, he's a walking nuclear reactor, so. True, but it should be minus two because Japan got hit twice by the atomic bomb by days apart. But that's where minus one comes from because I was like, I don't get it. Then I did the research, of course, especially also with the the neck. It's like that. So here you go. Now you know. I think this really holds justice to the character of Godzilla. And the theme of what Godzilla is, is a force of nature challenging back to humanity's, uh, you know, follies of messing with what they shouldn't mess with because he's a he's an end byproduct result of nuclear war nuclear uh testing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the stories are always about the humanity in, in itself right i mean he's basically frankenstein's monster essentially yeah 
Who would who would have liked this? Dad? Butch? No, Butch wouldn't. No. Dad would. Dad would uh, like duck. Mom? Mm, for the people. She would well, she yeah. would watch it for the people. True. Eric or Dennis? Neither. Again, Eric and Dennis are our godbrothers, so Yeah. And Butch is our godfather. Oh, Yuseli. Yuseli will like it. Oh, I guess. Yeah. All right, guys. That is our movie review of Godzilla Minus One. Have you seen it? What was your favorite moment? And as always, let us know in the comments below if you would like us to review a show or movie for you. And we'll give you a little ring-a-ding. Uh, uh, <laughs> ring-a-ding? Shout out. We'll give you a shout out on that review. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I'm Angel. I'm Adon. Love you, bro. Love you, too.